everyone, welcome to Handing the Shame Back. Got another exciting episode for you today and this week. So as you know, all our interviews are now in two parts. Uh, we realise that it's easier for people to assimilate. So part one is always around the story, uh, what happened to this amazing survivor and the impact it had and uh, part two moves more into the adulthood um, what helped the healing what ideas he or she would recommend to you as fellow survivors in terms of healing modalities what they're doing now and uh, how life is looking so again i'm so grateful i always seem to get amazing guests on the show but before i introduce her oops i've given it away um, I'd just like to, as always, give a trigger warning that if for any reason you feel triggered or upset by watching any of this, please do stop watching. Go to the show notes below and you'll be guided to some resources and help. Meet Donna Baladowicz and she is all the way from Montana in the US and she is a teacher She's a writer and she's also naturally a survivor. Welcome to the show, Donna. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you're here. <laughs> hey, so as little or as much, please tell us your story. I had a couple of abuse incidents as a kid. The first one was when I was seven years old and another little girl told me that if I didn't let her touch me between my legs, that she was going to tell everybody I did that to her and I would be in trouble. And I believed her because she was known for telling people that I had done the things that she had done and she was usually believed. So I would usually get in trouble. And so that continued off and on um, for most of elementary school years until I was 12 years old. Was and she age? was she your age? Sorry. To she me. was actually a little younger than I was, okay. but she was very um, used to getting her own way, very bossy, very forceful, and liked to blame things on other people. And because I was older, I always got in trouble because I should have known better, quote unquote even though I was just a little kid too. So I believed her and just let her do that to, um, well, didn't really let her cause she threatened me, but let it happen, let it happen or had it happen because I was scared and I didn't know what to do. Um, my dad was a social worker and I did know about sexual abuse, but what I knew was that it was done by men. And it was, I thought it was done by strangers. And so I didn't have any concept in my head that another child could be doing this. Um, and I honestly didn't realize until not even a year ago that that was sexual abuse. Um, so that wasn't even in my head. I didn't know what was happening. I just kept trying to get out of going over to her house or spending time with her. Um, sometimes when we were together, she didn't do anything. And other times she did. And then 
when I was in the latter part of elementary school, which would be grades four, five, six here or here, um, I'm trying to not say the specific grade because the person, the teacher who molested me was never charged with anything. And so I kind of have to protect her identity in my in my country, we can be charged with defamation if we don't. So I'm not saying the exact age or grade, but my upper elementary teacher um, molested me. She started grooming me immediately. Looking back, I know it was grooming. Um, at the time, I didn't know what was going on. I just considered her pushy because like within the first 20 minutes on the first day, when she was going around talking to each of the kids while we worked on a getting to know you sheet, she knelt in front of my desk, put her hand on mine and said, you're the prettiest little girl I've ever seen. Pulled my hand away. And then she asked what she needed to know about me other than that I was absolutely gorgeous. And I didn't know what to say because I'd never had an adult speak to me that way. And her body language and her tone of voice was just making me feel like I had snakes in my stomach squirming around. She put her hand on my cheek because I didn't say anything to her and said, oh, are you shy, my little girl? And I nodded and jerked away. But she just kept, you know, pressing the touching. She didn't care what my body language was. She just kept trying to touch my shoulder or touch my back or hug me. And then by the third week of school, she kept me in from recess and absolutely shattered my innocence. And then from there, it was happening multiple times a day where she would keep me in from recess. She would keep me in from specials like PE or music or any of that library. She um, had talked with my parents and told them, I, they had such a wonderful daughter. She knew I wanted to be a teacher. So she asked if I could be her um, helper, if she could mentor me. And of course, you know, parents are thrilled when their child gets extra attention. So they gave her permission. So she was like telling everybody that I was her helper, that she had permission from my parents to keep me in, et cetera, so that people wouldn't look at what she was doing at the fact that she had me in so much. And then I didn't tell on her that year. She had threatened me pretty badly. Um, she told me she'd ruin my life, that my family would stop loving me and abandon me if they found out what I had done. Um, she said that she would, you know, harm my dogs and all kinds of other things. So I kept my mouth closed. But the next school year, I realized she could be doing that to another little girl. So, of course, you were getting older because you're between about 9 and 12, I imagine. Yes. yes. So you're getting older. Uh, you're starting to have a little bit more cognizance or uh, awareness, I guess, that actually it's uh, it's possible you may not be the only victim of hers. Absolutely. And... As soon as that thought hit me, I decided to tell. I wasn't sure how or to who. So I thought about it a bit. And then I thought, 
well, maybe I'll try the school counselor. So I went in and I told the school counselor that I kept thinking about things from the previous school year, just kind of like testing out her reactions. And so she asked me what I was thinking about. And I told her I kept thinking about my teacher, that she had done some weird things. And again, you know, just kind of like testing. She asked me what kinds of things and roundabout, roundabout, roundabout way, I finally said um, that she had touched me inappropriately. And then I just started crying like crazy because I was terrified. Like, how is she going to react? How are my parents going to react? How are others going to react? And she asked me um, to please repeat it. And I told her. And she says, can you show me where she touched you? And so I pointed and she said, that's sexual abuse. Do you know that? And I nodded. And she, then she asked if my dad was George. And I said, yes. And she knew him because he was a social worker. And he actually, along with some other people, started the first sexual abuse task force in our area. So he was really well known. My dad was amazing. I was so lucky. <laughs> um, and she called, I think she called him first and then called the police. And I, I think I was at the police station either later that day or the next day. I don't remember exactly on the timing, but the police told me a woman wouldn't molest a girl. And they did not ask me any of the standard questions. They thought that I was making it up and putting together pieces of stories that I'd heard. Um, and then when the abuser threatened to harm herself and ended up in the psychiatric ward, they told me it was my fault. So can I just stop you there, Donna? Oh, I'm so sorry you, you had to experience that level of stupidity, frankly. Um, and we can say, can't we, that ignorance is, is, is a reasonable um, cause for doubt. No, not really. Not when it comes to child sexual abuse. Was your dad informed before the police were informed? Yeah, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. I know she called my dad really quickly okay. because she came back to me and asked if I wanted to stay at school or if I wanted my dad to pick me up. Yeah. And what did you say? Um, I wanted to stay at school because I was worried. You know, kids get worried, especially at that, at that age and older, about what other kids are going to think. Of course. And so I didn't know what they would think, but I wanted to stop crying before I went back to class. And so she let me stay there until I felt well enough to go back to class. Um, but it was really tough. And then when she got away with it all, she started retaliating. She told all her students, because she had been suspended um, with pay. Sorry, can you fill in the gap here? Oh, sorry. Yeah, so I'm not, j just to make sense of it, with the the police being informed, your parents obviously being informed, 
then obviously they must have questioned her if she was suspended. So what's that, I guess, that missing piece? I don't know the entire timeline because I wasn't kept too much informed because I had enough to deal with. (laughs) I was a child. Um, My understanding is that the day I told, the police told the school district and they suspended her with pay. Um, I don't know if the police interviewed her right away. I don't know if they took several days to interview her. She, of course, lied. Um, what abuse doesn't. Exactly. And that's the other thing the police had said to me during this, because they interviewed me one other time after that, when she was in the psychiatric unit, telling me that I needed to make sure I was telling the truth. And I'm like, I am telling me it would be my fault if she hurt herself and then saying, well, she said she didn't do it. So I looked right at one of the officers and said, and how many pedophiles admit it? And the officer didn't say anything. Donna, you know, um, again, I'm just, I'm, I'm gutted you've had this terrible experience. It's absolute it's shocking you know and survivors watching hello beautiful ones um you'll see this as well you're a child who's experienced grooming from another child for several years a few years into that you then end up with a female teacher who decides you're it so you start getting targeted and you see with the grooming the the words that are used, the touch that begins with a pat on the shoulder or holding of the hand or and then escalating. The uh, the differential in the power, the authority over. You're a child, you're told to stay behind at recess, you stay behind. The fact that you then, brave, clever, amazing Donna, you were then able to find the power and the courage within you to tell someone and you did so thank you on behalf of all of us that you did and equally to that amazing counsellor that believed you however you then go to the police who decide one that could never happen they take it further they start to darvo you deny attack reverse the order of victim and offender are you sure you've got this right? Because, you know, she could, um, you know, this could really affect her if you are lying. Welcome to Survivor Land, but isn't it disgusting? It's horrifying. And I'm hoping that things would be different now because more is known about female offenders. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that those same officers would be different now. But I honestly don't know. I hope so. I, you know, that's the thing with women predators um, and pedophiles is that because it's it's considered completely impossible or untenable that that could occur, it can't therefore be true. It can't occur. So, of course, the, all that does is serve the abuser. And as you so rightly said, um, 
what abuser ever tells the truth? Exactly. It's extremely rare for any to say, yes, I did it, especially when they're questioned by the police. Because if they admit, they know they're going to jail. So thank you for clarifying that because I just wanted to highlight how with the courage of a lion, which we know as children it takes, to ever find the words, you not only found the words, you stood your ground, and even when you went to what was possibly considered the highest authority, as in the police, you were still davoed, you were still made to feel you've got it wrong. So, wow, what an honour to have you sitting here today. Thank you. Um, after she came back, she told her class that she was out because Donna Bolatowicz had lied about her. So then I got bullied from other kids. And then some of the kids who had been in my class asked me what had really happened because they had been teasing me the year before about being our teacher's girlfriend. So um, I told them this is what happened. She molested me and none of them were surprised. None of them who asked me were surprised. Um, but, you know, they wouldn't have known what they were seeing. They were kids. As you said, there will have been other victims. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I know this is jumping ahead in the story, but I know that there were at least a couple other victims because I found out that she was let go from that school district 10 years later because some girls accused her of sexual abuse. So that's more than one. And there's no way the school district was relying just on me to let her go 10 years later. So um, she did have others. I don't know how many. No. But she's dead now, so she can't hurt anyone else. Donna, what was the, you know, you obviously, your counsellor, school counsellor was able to tell your father. Were you able to share with your father? Did you have a mum at that time? Yes, my both of my parents were absolutely wonderful. They had the best reaction I could have hoped for, which was instantly believed me. They had seen obviously seen changes in me. My my family, like my grandparents, they told my grandparents, my grandparents believed me, my little brother believed me. I was so supported by my family and surrounded by so much love. I was incredibly lucky. And my parents got me in with the best child psychologist in the city for this. Um, and she believed me. So that was hugely helpful. Now, way back then, the counseling wasn't as good as it is now. Like they didn't really know how to treat child survivors. And now they know more. So I got counseling, but there were still things that I needed to heal. 
you're raising some very interesting things and it's so powerful and what's striking me is this I think the audience will find this interesting too you were believed you were believed by the people that mattered the people that you were close to so I need to talk about that because in terms of impact for survivors most of us many of us have the experience of not being believed and therefore made to work really really hard in our traumatized state to try to explain justify rationalize reason um, and clarify what happened instead of what should be the case, which is instantly believed by the people that love you. Yes. So can we talk about that from your perspective, Donna? Can you tell us, starting with being believed, impact on you of being believed? The impact of being believed by my family was that I felt vindicated and I think I was able to handle the disbelief by the police better because my family believed me. So because your family believed you, it gave you more confidence and courage to stand in your truth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if they had not believed me, I'm not sure what I would have done. Yeah. I feel incredibly fortunate to have the family that I do. And yet, and bless their hearts, aren't they amazing? I'm so happy for you. And Thank you. Not all, not all survivors watching have had that experience, but we believe you beautiful ones and we always have. So Donna, I think we're going to leave it there for part one. Believe it or not, we've reached the end of part one. I guess, um, please stay right there. Uh, for the audience, you know, wow, how powerful. As children who have experienced child sexual abuse, to find the courage to speak out, as we know, is so massive. This amazing survivor, Donna, found that, was instantly believed. And then that got reinforced by being believed again by mum, and dad so that when the police wouldn't believe it gave her more confidence and was so powerful so how grateful are we to have her and uh, as always lovely ones i see you i stand beside you and i believe you